0: I'm going to wear a suit every day, I've decided. Get
1: a lot of you kind of <laughs> could, getting off right there, 34th Street, pretty oh, exciting. Yeah.
2: You're going to fit right in with that Midtown crowd. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Stack Overflow podcast. I am Ben Popper, director of content here at Stack Overflow. And as always, I'm joined by my two wonderful co-hosts. Say hello and introduce yourself, y'all.
1: Hello, hey.
2: somber times, somber oh, times. It's yeah. Stack Podcast. That day. It's so hot. Oh to No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's
0: okay. not good. Okay. can't okay. do that. Okay. I'll start crying.
2: I'm joined as always by Paul Ford, co-founder of CO Plus Light, and Sarah Chips, director of community here at Stack Overflow, but not for much longer. Sarah has some great news, which is that she found, yeah. has found a cool new job. Sarah, tell the people what's happening.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going to miss Stack and the podcast so much. I'm moving on. I'm taking some time off and then I'm going to go work at LinkedIn. I really love connecting with people on LinkedIn.
1: Wait, <laughs> are we friends on LinkedIn, Sarah?
2: Because
1: it might be now, I now don't is know, the, but time. Gonna work the time.
2: Sarah's
0: going to work on, on I'm gonna the
1: be auto-generated
2: messages that come when you want to start a connection and just like suggest what you might say. She's going to be writing those, writing code that writes those.
0: No, I'm going back to engineering. I know help manage an engineering team over at LinkedIn. I'm looking forward to it, Very but cool. I will definitely miss Stack.
2: Going back to engineering. That'll be the title for this episode. For people who don't know, that is what you started out doing here at Stack Overflow before moving to community, right?
0: It is. Yeah, it is definitely a world um, I enjoy and I've been doing for a long time.
2: Well, Sarah, cool. congratulations. Yeah, Let's- congratulations. You, you told me that you missed engineering, and that's part of why. What do you miss about it?
0: I think I miss helping people solve problems that computers have. Mm-hmm. That's something I really enjoy, and it is something that brings me a lot of energy, So I'm looking forward to doing that again. Computer problems are solvable.
2: Yes, you've been working on people problems. I'm so jealous. Those are not always solvable. Oh, God. You just
0: (laughs) go and
1: it's like, hey, I did something today, as opposed to, well, that ended ambiguously. (laughs) Yeah, exactly uh congratulations all right so let's we have to help the people who have a you know i don't feel that this podcast is like you're truly in our house we're not it's not one of those but we do have you know people have a parasocial relationship with us out there yes so sarah let's let's we have to help people here okay so how should how are are they going to say goodbye what's the ritual that we need to and first of all you're going to be on for a few more shows yeah yeah so what is the right way to say goodbye to a community leader as they go to LinkedIn.
0: Print out a picture from Google and set it on fire.
1: Okay. So that's Just what we're gonna throw do. Throw it into the air. We'd like yeah. everyone to yeah. safely in their own home during a pandemic,
2: <laughs> print out a picture of Sarah and set it on. They fire. Say thank you and goodbye and then light it on fire. Yeah. yeah. Don't do that. Yep, Don't do that. print out a picture of her LinkedIn profile.
1: <laughs> Make like a demo where it appears to be burning and like, you know, eight bit demographics in react. Yeah, yeah. do it in yeah. react. Make a little react app to say goodbye. Well, I'm I'm disappointed. When you told me about this, just it was just sort of like, well, I'm happy for. And I am. I'm happy for you. This is good. People need to make choices like this and I understand the the need. This is an interesting moment, right? Because I think that I'm seeing a lot of change. I'm seeing a lot of change in management. You know, everyone kind of held on for the last year and then There's this moment that I think everybody had in the last month, last month or two, where they're like, okay, we're going to get to the end of this. Where am I going to be? What am I going to do? And uh, I'm seeing it everywhere. I'm seeing people step down. I'm seeing people move around. I'm seeing post lights. Some folks have have decided to move on. It's also easier to Mm -hmm. hire than it has been before. Like We're headed into a moment, I think, in our industry in particular, where everybody's been really locked in at home for a year. We're headed to a lot of transition. So, of course, the podcast is not immune. No. But
0: not immune. Mean, but, yeah, that's a really good point. I think people have, like, the blurry line between work and home have really, like, it's almost like, I think of it like a work concentrate, right? Like, mm-hmm. you're there's no moment where you get on the train or get in the car and, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to draw the line between work and home. So, it's like, you really, it gives you an opportunity to evaluate the things that you like about the work that you do, the things that you wish were different and that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, for sure. I uh, you know, want to foreground by saying, obviously, we know the COVID-19 is still a problem in many places of the world. But l- for us, luckily here in the US, there is a lot of vaccinations available. And I've had my two shots and it's been two weeks since it was two weeks on May 1st. And so I went to the coffee shop and I sat down and I took off my mask and I was just like, I feel like I felt I didn't feel like stressed out about that. And then I did a bunch of work there. It, yeah. It really helps to get out of the house to go somewhere else to be like these three hours are for working to do it and then to come back. And I didn't really t- feel super safe doing that before. Or I would wear my mask in the coffee shop, and then it was just like, it, well, you know, the, it was uncomfortable. How do to I drink work.
0: my coffee? Yeah. I'll tell you, yeah. as
2: a boss,
1: it's a lot of confusing signals. I've been back in the office, and again, you know, to Ben's point, my God, we're lucky. You see what's happening in India right now, and it is it's yeah. tough to watch. And I'm glad to see, you know. More people are are trying to step up to help. Like I think Salesforce just an entire plane of mm. uh, medical supplies. Which wow, yeah. I mean, we all make fun of Salesforce, but it actually kind of tends to belly up to the bar when it's time to do something. Yeah. But people are. It's a combo of reactions, right? Some people I can tell are, are very very worried about coming back to the office. They they feel that we've. We should, we've sort of changed the way we work and we should never go back. And other people are looking me in the eye on the video call and so- saying, can't wait to be back in there. Oh yeah. Like it's just like, they're- yeah. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I think everybody assumes that the, everybody's reality is the same. And I think for a year it was, right? For a year it was like, no, obviously follow the CDC guidelines. If you're an essential worker, if you're somebody who needs to go to a place, obviously you need to take more protections. Let me stay home and keep you safe because I work in a silly industry where you can just kind of stay home and talk on your computer all day, right? And so, so now we're about to come out of that. And I think like, people are going to move jobs. I think people are going to change around a lot. And I think that some people are going to be incredibly motivated. I think the tipping point though, I think here's a, here's the thing that'll happen. You'll get on that conference call and you'll be the one at home, but four people will be in the office drinking coffee and they'll they'll, they'll (laughs) be little and it'll be your big head. And if you're not actually a remote worker, if you're not actually weren't doing that before, you're going to feel a strong urge to get
2: in there. They're gonna be like, we were just chatting and we pretty much solved the problem. So we'll get we'll get you up to speed. But uh, yeah. there's consensus here at the coffee Clutch. Yeah, just sort of like, well, then it's like, hey, we're gonna
1: go out to lunch.
2: You know, right, right.
1: But, yeah, but, and you're we, like, we will oh, pour I'm, one out for you. I'm gonna go yeah. uh, eat yesterday's sausage <laughs> with mashed really potatoes because I in I the microwave eat
2: Yesterday's sausage that hurts. Yeah, of course, Sarah. I wanted to ask a little bit. Another thing you had mentioned, which I thought was interesting and kind of central to what we talk about a lot on the on the pod is that you were excited to be doing some work in an open source area and that you now have kind of dual responsibilities. You're, you're on the board of OpenJS. And so you have a big, pretty big role in governance. And you wanted to find something where you could be the work you were doing, just the active work, like he said, of being an engineer and managing them would be sort of like linked intrinsically to the open source stuff you do. So can you tell us a little bit about what they use at LinkedIn uh, for the software and how that connects back to your open source stuff?
1: We should point out too, we're saying LinkedIn but we're actually saying Microsoft, like you're true, true, yeah. yeah which we've talked about the
0: different pronunciations. Exactly, yeah.
1: we've talked. You've talked about being on the board of the .dotnet Foundation and stuff like that, right? So yeah, put that together. What kind of thing are you going to do as a board member slash yeah. open source slash social networker par excellence?
2: Yeah. <laughs> what kind of parties are you going to be going to?
0: <laughs> well, LinkedIn does a lot. Um, LinkedIn runs on Ember.js. Wait, really? Yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Ember
1: survived in LinkedIn.
0: Yeah, even some of the creators work at, and a lot of the contributors work at LinkedIn. So it's a really have a heavy JavaScript environment. They do a lot, which is neat.
1: You're free of React.
0: Free of React, yeah. As far as I know, I mean, it could be hiding. React it could everywhere.
1: be. Well, if they use any code... It could way. be, you know,
0: like just the profile images are loaded with React and that guy quit. Wait, does this
1: mean that something? it's possible to build a large web application at scale without using React? I didn't know that was even possible in uh, Apparently, wow. Heresy. I know. Heresy.
0: So this year of our Lord, 2021, I can't yes. believe
1: it. I, maybe LinkedIn isn't a big web application. That's the only thing my brain can, can decide because obviously you need more React.
0: <laughs> no one uses LinkedIn. Yeah, that's it.
2: No, I guess that's not. Right. I guess it really doesn't have... Uh, So if you're listening to the podcast, you probably work in software or know someone who does, they can now check out Stack Overflow for Teams. That's a private internal instance of Stack Overflow just for your company or organization, your group of friends learning to code. You can share questions and answers, build up a great database of knowledge that makes it easier for people to solve their own problems. You just search, find a solution, leave an answer. That way, everybody in your Stack Overflow for Teams instance can collaborate remotely and asynchronously. You get up to 50 seats for free forever. So you can try it out, see if you like it. Head on over to StackOverflow.blog slash teams and tell them the podcast folks sent you. For people who don't know, Sarah, what like what's the distinctive thing about Ember JS?
0: So Ember came out around the same time as Backbone and Angular and a lot of the other front end frameworks. Mm-hmm. If you're asking me the difference between uh, Ember I'm, I'm not and trying React, to put it on the
2: spot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what I remember from from Ember early days, it's a little it's still kind of a component-based framework, but it's not quite it wasn't, at least earlier days, it wasn't quite as much virtual document object model oriented. It was a little like it wasn't like React came in with the virtual DOM and kind of got everything oriented in that way. So it's got a good little logo. That's what I know about Ember.
0: Yeah. What is it? It's an
1: um, yeah, it's a rodent of some kind, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's a little tomster.
1: There you go. Yeah, sad. a little hamster guy.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So there you go. It really seems like cute. a miss to
2: me. You need you need like a little piece of charcoal with a little bit of flame on it like something from spirit like an ember mm. you need an ember
0: they should have talked to you when they
2: did the branding should have talked to me there's still time
0: yeah ember's really it's got a, a big community it's really a performance focus which is good when you have a big single page web app yeah so i'm interested i'm excited to get more involved
2: is it does anything change in terms of i know you talked a lot about was interesting stack overflow in the age Is that it's a monolith versus microservices is that going to change or are you going from one monolith to another
0: That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that yet. That'll be really interesting. Do you know,
1: and you don't have to tell us. I'm just curious for this process, right? Like, tear the Band-Aid off a little bit, right? Like, you you did this. You went to go get another job. Talk a little bit about what is it like to interview for an engineering job in 2021 in the middle of a pandemic with a giant company? You can be very vague.
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah. It was eight hours. Was it really? Eight hours of (sighs) conversations. And Mm -hmm. it was really fascinating. I had to brush up on my – as my – partner likes to point out i haven't been paid to write software in a little while so i had to brush up on a lot of my programming just brings that up like hey
1: you want some cornflakes you don't really code hey how you doing (laughs) yeah that's Um, how our morning's yeah (laughs) i'm gonna i I just i just took the laundry out of the dryer god i don't even know if your skills are where they need to be he sounds great he sounds really excellent like a really supportive (laughs) partner. yeah this whole process really
0: supportive Yeah, well, it's always ICs versus managers in our home.
1: Right. Um, oh, is he a manager? Yeah. No, yeah, he's, he's an, IC. an IC. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. a contributor. Yeah. Well, you yeah. could have fooled me. All right. So, you, <laughs> so back to IC, right? So, with your lovely spouse telling you that, yeah, whew, boy, that's those skills are rusty, huh?
0: Yeah. Well, they were rusty. I had to brush up. Um, and what did you use uh, to brush up? You know, do some live coding. Okay. There are so many resources out there. There's Nailing the Coding Interview, it's called, and there's all types of, you know, this code golf things. I spent an evening sorting a binary tree and then did not jump off a building, which was <laughs> yeah. how I felt. It's always nice
1: to sort a binary. Mm. You know what's funny is this is all the advice we give everyone, right? So now you were living yeah. it. You know, this yeah. is how do, how do exactly. I get from point A to point B. Okay, so eight hours, you're like, okay, I got to get back in. I got to get my head back in the game. And you just sort a binary tree. You went through a lot of the exercises. Talk about – is there like – was there whiteboarding? Like what –
0: Yeah, there's live coding exercise. And that was fine. I – I'm really kind of surprised. I would, was joking with my friends because I feel like in those interviews, the whiteboarding interviews, you need to like be very serious and come off as very confident. Yeah. And at the end, when I had finished writing my code, I, I remember I distinctly remember saying, "I think that's it. I think I, think I got it." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah of <laughs> Something <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, I'm not moving on, but it was it was fine. Um and then there was some like design interviews talking about like how would you approach a system like this and you know what would you incorporate? What would you think about and
1: I feel like that stuff just experience works in your benefit? Like the live coding, it's like, whoa, what do I remember? But the the architecture stuff is gonna be like, yeah, you would just do these things and
0: Yeah. I
2: wonder if you'll have the surreal experience of using Stack Overflow for Teams at Microsoft. Oh yeah, with their or Microsoft because I think they use it there. So that that'll be interesting. They do on the use outside it there. You give us some product feedback.
0: Yeah, yeah that's great.
1: Fun. I will. Every now and then I freak out because I think we're all in one giant insular space station, <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm a little worried. You know that movie? I can't remember the title of it, but it was like Matt Damon lives on the on Earth. Oh yeah, The
2: Martian. No, no, no. Yeah. It's the, the one Martian. where
1: he's like on Earth and everything is horrible, but there's a space station where everything is beautiful. Elysium. Elysium, um, like. Yeah. First of all, it kind of sucks that this is Elysium, like this is not, (laughs) like there should definitely be more garden walls going on and I should be in space, like, you know, I should. (laughs) I want to float. Exactly. But, like, I, I do worry sometimes. It's like, oh, yeah, of course we have Stack Overflow for Teams over on Planet Micro LinkedIn. And, just, and I'm like, uh-huh, isn't that great? Yeah. You know, just, whoo, boy, okay. Yeah. I just,
2: I just, Paul, get out of your, your bootie software the, shop and come join us in the Borg. What are you doing?
1: In those moments, I just hear somebody going first against the wall when the cyber revolution comes. Like, I'm just like, oh, no.
2: <laughs> but
1: anyway, here we are. Here we are. This is good.
0: Everyone uses Stack Overflow for Teams. That's
1: yeah. right. And we'll just... Lightly brushed aside all the conversations about comp. Okay, so good, good. So then one day they send you a letter. And now, do you have a sense of like onboarding? Do they tell you what it's going to be like?
0: I know that I'm being mailed a laptop so far. I
1: love that. I love yeah. mailing laptops. I think that it's like, it's just, you are now in our world. I don't know. I, yeah, I The corporate laptop to me feels like a structure that's going to go, like eventually it'll just be like, take your computing unit and put our virtual environment on it. And then you switch yeah. between them,
0: right? VPN. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense, uh, especially in the world of COVID, where we're just mailing people laptops to their home. Your laptop
1: mm. would be fine for this. And then if they wanted to revoke access, they would just revoke access. Like it's
0: revoke access. I guess some, yeah, you
1: yeah. need some local caching in case you're not online in order to be able to right. work.
2: But That's so interesting. So you're going to change, but right, you're not going to travel to Seattle or Redmond or San Francisco. You're just going to, somebody's going to send you a laptop in the mail. You're going to meet people. You're going to get up to speed and just go.
0: Yeah, yeah. And their office here, they do have an office here in the right. Empire State Building, but it's not open folks. That's right. It's, it's right, not. right yeah, yeah. in the
1: Empire. It's, it's just the wackiest thing. It's like LinkedIn is just in the Empire State Building.
0: I'm going to wear a suit every day, I've decided. <laughs> get a
1: lot of suits. You suit. kind of <laughs> could, getting off right there, 34th Street. Pretty oh, exciting. Yeah.
2: You're going to fit right in with that Midtown crowd. I kinda, yeah. I'm desperate. I have like just this closet full of work clothes that I haven't touched in a year. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, Should this go in cold storage? Like, Why do I even... It just makes me frustrated to look at my sweatpants for the three hundred and sixty seventh day in a row or whatever. So I'm jealous. Yeah, I would love to go to an office and wear a suit just to feel that feeling.
1: You know, what you don't want to wear those yeah. really painful yeah. shoes. That's what I found out the other day.
2: You yeah. I mean? you're less
1: excited. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, I started to, and I'm like, I'm wearing. Who? The, there's nobody there. What am I? Who am I fooling? Yeah. <laughs> you know what was weird too is I got to the office and there's like four pairs of dress shoes under my
2: desk right totally. it's just Paul walking gingerly through an empty office I like this yeah. opening scene of the movie
1: no but I mean you always like I don't know it just feels like a. Very, it's a very New York thing to me to have like your five pairs of dress shoes kind of scattered around under your desk because you're just yeah. you're kind of stumbling around and then you end up in these weird social contexts where you, you're you like oh my god I, I have to have something leather on my feet otherwise nobody, or where you're
2: wearing socks at the office and people don't know why it's like oh, I was changing between the shots had the shoes and the This yeah, is a weird thing about shoes. it. I mean, this
1: is, we, we haven't had this experience in a year, but that the sort of like semi-dressed states that you're in in the office, just like trying to get <laughs> from one social context to another. Like if you bike to the office, then you have like this complicated situation. Uh. Last nosy question. Do you know which part of the platform you're working on?
0: Yes, I will be working on the flagship infrastructure team, which is, a flagship is the LinkedIn.com app but the infrastructure team works to support the developers working on that app. One thing I thought was cool
1: developer productivity tools and things like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Specifically on the front-end JavaScript side. So, yeah. one thing I thought was cool about this team is that they have a developer happiness score internally and that's that's what KPIs are attached to, which is neat. Oh, like that's the idea is just making other developers happy.
1: So, you're actually taking some of your context as in community at stack, but Making it more operational as an engineer again. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's very Yeah, cool. yeah. So, you know, it's good to talk about this for the people at home with the parasocial relationships. We should be happy for Sarah that she's moving on and that she's found a good path. She's going to come back and talk to us. Well, we're going to have a bunch of episodes and then she's going to come back and, and talk to us pretty regularly. Uh, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. I You know, but...
0: These chats make my day, so I'll definitely miss these a lot.
1: Well, they definitely gave us a certain structure during the pandemic, right? It was like, okay, continue Yeah. This. yeah. But I'm actually glad to get the context, and really I think it's it's good for this show to explain sort of where you're headed and, and how that came together. So the people out there who are like, I don't know, man, I got to figure something out. You are not alone. You're in a lovely nope. industry. No. Where? <laughs> and, and it's a good time to, to get in touch with the people that you think are interesting. So – Take it from Sarah Chips.
2: All right. Today, we are going to award a Lifeboat Badge to Perfect 28. The Lifeboat Badge is awarded when somebody takes a question with a score of negative three or less and gets it up to a score of 20 or more. Uh, It says link order by custom order. And as always with these questions, it's about a char array. One of my favorites.
0: Char. Char.
2: Char. So we'll put that in the show notes.
1: Pirates are good assembly coders. Okay.
2: All right. Mm -hmm. Good life.
1: (laughs) Nice transitional episode. We'll talk about good nerdy stuff next time when we come back.
2: Yeah. 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 And yeah, they'll be, they'll, you know, with Ember JS and all these other things, I think it'll be fun. There'll be a whole new sort of like universe to investigate that you're working on.
0: Yeah, be fun to share.
2: Yeah, it will be fun. As long as, long as LinkedIn approves. <laughs> I'm Ben Popper, Director of Content here at Stack Overflow. You can always find me on Twitter at Ben Popper. And you can always email us, podcast at stackoverflow.com. We got uh, some lovely fan mail last week. Uh, so I want to shout out everybody who's sending it to us. We really appreciate it. Send us your ideas, your thoughts. Maybe we'll have you on the show for a little guest spot.
0: And I'm Sarah Chips, Director of Community here at Stack Overflow for now. And you can find me at Sarah Joe on GitHub.
1: Very exciting. I'm Paul Ford, co founder of Postlight. Check out our website. We build software. If you're looking for a job, wonderful place to apply. Trust me. Uh, and you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Go to LinkedIn.com. Yeah. And uh, I've been there for a while. I'm looking at it right now, and it tells me uh, that I could go work at Fox News in their their tech team. Ooh, so. Good for
2: Nice. You. The algorithm is working. So that'll yeah. be – can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait till that episode. All right. Yeah, that'll be fun, Sarah, when you come on and you're shouting out new LinkedIn products. I'm actually really excited for this. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that'll be great. All right.
2: All right. All right. All right. Bye, everybody.
0: Bye. Bye.